0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, an escapist conversation show about games, movies, TV, and all of that fun stuff. This is episode number 69 for Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. My name is Marty Sleeve, and I am thrilled to be joined by the wonderful Nickelandra and Amy Campbell. How are you guys doing? Good. My day Good. just got intrigued by knowing
1: this is episode 69.
0: Uh, it yeah, it nice. was like, like a month ago. I think we realized that our last episode <laughs> before Christmas is going to be 69. And then Amy was like, that's my that's the episode when I'm on vacation from work. I can be on I it. can do uh, it. And I want to say, if you want to start a conspiracy about why Casey isn't here, feel free to go to go. ahead. I think he's just I think he has plans tonight. Maybe there's like a Ubisoft company party. Maybe he's going to Yves Guimot's villa in the south of France. <laughs>
2: That's probably what it is.
0: I think that's what it is. Yeah, but they all have to—they all have to infiltrate it like siege operatives. <laughs> so, like, it's, like a it's Villa, actually but just chalet.
2: It's have just to, that map have to
0: figure out how to get in. Uh, and welcome everyone! Thank you so much for joining us for this final episode of Breakout for 2022. Uh, as you can see, we have a great show for you today. We're mostly just going to be talking about the the 2022, the games we loved. We'll give our thoughts on the year as a whole. Did we think it was a good year for games? Did we think it was a bad year for games? I don't think it was. If anyone says it was a bad year for games, I'm going to get mad at them because there's a lot of good games this year. Um, so yeah, just going over all that. Some of our favorite things, maybe even dip a little bit into the weeb corner. Nick, you can go, maybe you, can a go little bit. you can go crack a beer during that
1: time while we while we weeb out a little <laughs> so bit. You, g- you guys go in the weeb corner. I get to stay out of the corner in my free space.
3: In, That's free right, space. <laughs> in your safe space? Listen, I have a weeb free
0: space. Nice. Uh, and thank you, everyone. Uh, I see, I see so many uh, green names over in the chat. Thank you so much. Thank you to the Gaming King and to Minio for joining early access. And remember, uh, shows like this and everything else at the Escapist is funded by your incredible memberships over on Twitch and YouTube. Your incredible members over on Patreon, which is huge. That is where we get the biggest cut of the revenue, and that's what we're going to be making a big push next year. So thank you all so much for that. Uh, and as always, uh, get your get your super chats in throughout the show. We'll be reading them. If you have thoughts on your favorite games, if you think Nick. Needs to be dragged into the Weeb corner with us?
2: Oh yes, the answer is yes.
0: <laughs> we might be able to do it. Listen, he watched Arcane and liked it. That's it's called Weeb baby steps.
3: He doesn't <laughs> watch baby steps. Hey, Like I plan, I plan he would not watch the Dragon
1: Age thing. Leave me alone. I, I'll watch Edge Runners, Edge Runners, Edge Runners, Edge Runners. I'll get there. I had spicy fajitas for dinner. My 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 tongue
3: is what <laughs> oh, what?
1: What does that have to do with anime? It's making my brain go weeb. Say weird things. <laughs> the I do <don't> <laughs> The spice is making... We just have make-
2: to order it for you, and you'll be like, all right, I guess I'm watching anime tonight. Like-
1: the
0: spice is making your your brain melt. The spice uh, is before- nice. <laughs> before, uh, before we get to uh, the main topic, I want to talk about... I saw a story. I didn't <laughs> I didn't get the exact link, but a uh, story is going around. just went around like an hour ago that uh, two people are uh suing the the creators of the movie yesterday did you guys ever see that movie yesterday i know what that was it was the movie no. about like the, the guy who like uh woke up in a world where the beatles didn't exist so he oh, got to yeah. write all oh, the yeah. Beatles songs. i know what
1: it is i've never watched it though
0: um so he's suing those so people are suing the creators of that movie because apparently the trailers had anna de Armas in it you know not anna de Armas. the up-and-coming actress uh, a lot of people love. She was in the trailers, but her scenes were cut from the movie, and so she wasn't in the movie. And so they uh, had, had sued for for um, false representation, and oh. like, the high courts in the U.S. are allowing it to go forth and kind of opening oh. the doors, saying that you can be sued for false representation of your art. And my immediate response is like, Anthem. oh, this is going to be good for video
3: games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because, oh
1: hey, a God. lot of games Did you say it is going to be good or isn't going to be good? No,
0: this is not going to be good for video games. Great, we'll never have we Anthem to... again. <laughs> but then, and people were also saying, like, the MCU always releases trailers with things edited out of them. There was like famously an Infinity War trailer that showed like actual Hulk as part of the battle on Wakanda and he actual. clearly was not. He was he never hulked out in that movie. Um And so people feel like it's like the floodgates have opened. Like, are you going to be able to be sued for misrepresentation? Like, what about those mobile ads where it's like, those should be you know, sued.
3: Like no armies, yeah, armies fighting
0: each the other. incredible looking game games like on the a market. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know if you like without any more depth to that uh did you, did you guys have any thoughts on that other than well this could be
1: strange i'm kind of for it to be honest <laughs> yeah i i think there's gonna be a distinction between misleading people about scenes in a movie and completely misleading them about a product i think there's gonna yeah i don't think it'll go down that slippery of a slope
0: i mean can you just put a disclaimer at the bottom that says like uh work in progress final product may differ they already do that yeah, but I mean, like, if you yeah, have games. that at the bottom of every movie trailer, like, in big letters, work in progress, you have that in, like, game trailers for games that are, like, yeah. in alpha or whatever. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, mean, it, guess, yeah, I like, guess the Amy only disclaimer
1: it, they can put in is, like, scenes may not represent the final movie.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, like, Amy, does that, as a developer, is that, like, strange to you at all?
2: I find it really weird. Like, I don't know, my head is swirling with so many different thoughts, because I do think, like... Okay, if I'm a really big fan of an actor and I'm like, I'm gonna see anything they're in, and then I see that trailer, and then I never watch another trailer, and then I go watch mm-hmm. this movie and go, This is bullshit! Like, I would be mad, and that is misrepresenting the product. Yeah. But but with games, like like Nick said, like, we do already have like things fast on the button, like this is cinematic footage. This is pre-alpha footage. This is not representative of actual gameplay. Like, they, we do do a lot in games to kind of cover our own asses for those scenarios sure. because so much can change. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a, as a producer and someone who looks at the full scope of a project between now and when it comes out, who has to go, okay, these things can now no longer make it in. Like, we, I'm one of the people that makes those decisions. Like, it, it's terrifying to think that, someone could go, I'm going to sue you for showing off and maybe talking about that feature and then it not being in it. But mm-hmm. it's also been me in the ass for reviews too, where like um, what I distinctly remember from last year was Backbone and I hated it and everyone else loved it. But I went through and read the Kickstarter and what that game was meant to be and I went, this is not what that game is. This is not yeah. the game they set out to make. And everyone else is banging this drum about it, but this is not what they were intending and I think that deserves to be acknowledged. So I don't know. I'm, I'm in two frames of mind because my developer brain goes, that kind of sucks and could be problematic. But my consumer brain goes, yeah, well, it's annoyed me a couple of times. I think that's fair
0: uh yeah Pacific blue mentioned the kill zone 2 trailer that's always the first thing that goes to to my mind i'll put it in the chat um yeah, that uh that was yeah, like E3 2005, yeah. i think that showed it was a, <laughs> the first trailer of gameplay for, <laughs> gameplay for kill zone 2 and the entire trailer was shot like looking like it was it was first person and everything it looked like a person was controlling this but it clearly was it was just 100 percent pre-rendered um and i think anyone any discerning consumer at the time would have known. Wait a minute, back my then, PS2... I don't, back then, I don't my think PS2 can't know. do this? <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you say back then they wouldn't know? Yeah, I don't think so. They would, because I knew it was bullshit. Because I was a discerning co- consumer back in 2005. <laughs> I was a discerning I,
2: like, consumer.
0: <laughs> I like, watched all these, yeah, and I was like... Not a,
1: not a lot of people was, like, followed like, you then, because we still got fooled by Anthem. Uh, well, that's a lot of... that Again, that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. People <laughs> are selling didn't get any better.
0: Uh... uh yeah, so I don't know, that's just interesting. I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about other than I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see if that goes forth. I feel like we get fewer and fewer or hopefully more people are like, shame on you. Fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, kinda of thing. Like if you got fooled by Anthem yeah. and Cyberpunk. Like at a certain point you gotta be like, I don't know, you have to you have to take a look, you like keep a keep a lookout for yourself. Don't let yourself get fooled.
2: People, people like me are optimistic though. We're like, no, nah, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be so great. And then it comes out we're like
0: you like me. I still How
3: believe. Dare
0: How dare you, you monsters! Um, before we get into uh, our favorite, your bear bomb. Thank you so much for the two dollar donation. Said everyone, donate to drag Nick into the Weeb Corner. How much money do we need to drag you into the Weeb Corner? Can we make that a funding goal next year? Do we a certain amount of money to to drag Nick into the, the Weeb Corner weeb stuff. Yeah, like a like a month crash
1: course in Weebdom. <laughs> if we if we join patreon we'll see
0: but <laughs> patreon goal i don't i don't know what's like the weebiest thing it would be actually to take nick to an anime convention
2: oh, oh my god oh. yes and he has to wear his caddy as well he's there oh. Oh.
0: he's already lost his caddy no, no, i had them in cool. our
1: persona stream you saw them i was i brought them out
0: i don't uh, know I, where, I don't know where
1: they are anymore Barry, Barry might got them. to them. <laughs>
0: and Barry's going to be running around the house at Christmas with them. And Abdal, thank you so much for the donations, said here's some money for getting Nick into Weeb space. Two donations for the Weeb train. Um, awful. Is, you awful. We'll you guys are ruining my Christmas. Uh, we're putting you on the Weeb train. We're making,
2: a nope. we're making it better, Nick. We're making Christmas better. There needs to be a what? Weeb
0: version of a Christmas carol. Nick, this, this is going be... to be like, you're going to be visited by the ghosts of Weeb past, present, and future. <laughs> so it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a little astro boy uh it's gonna be mob from mob psycho and then whatever future shit keep anime, people like, keep, keep,
2: now see keep. in my head marty i thought you meant it would be like you know like you're the ghost of weeb future and then like like kc's like the present and then I'm, you're I'm the, I'm the and I'm like Listen,
1: that works this as well
3: is- this is what you could
2: become,
1: Keep talking. It's going to be negative forty degrees out here tomorrow morning with the windshield. I have a good reason to walk outside now and sit out there for a while. I
0: thought you were going to say you have a good reason. Yeah, it's going to be that cold here too. And they're I like, know. don't go outside tomorrow.
1: And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay inside and just watch. No, I'm anime. saying you're giving me a good reason to go outside and sit down oh,
0: for a while. We're going to be doing different things. I'm just, I'm just going to get day <laughs> drunk and watch a bunch of anime. If my, if my internet goes, if my internet goes out, I won't be able to watch anime. Oh no, physical media, <laughs> I need you.
1: <laughs> this. See, i was impaired
0: if my internet goes out tomorrow they they expect the internet could be out for two full days that's how bad start
2: downloading yeah. now
0: yeah that's why you download get, everything. this is why you get google fiber this is why you get no google fiber can't withstand storms can it they? can too it's underground it still gets cold underground doesn't it games <laughs> <laughs> can be cold <laughs> it's called permafrost uh 2022 what a year it's been. Oh my god, what a ride we've had. Um before we go into sort of personal standouts, um what do you what do you guys think of the, the year as a whole? Nick, you've been you've been doing this a long time. What do you think of 2022 in the grand in the grand scheme
1: of things? I think if you were an indie game fan, you got everything you wanted and more
3: if Hell you're yeah. a triple
1: a fan you were heavily disappointed multiple times <laughs>
3: <Hell> yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I think depending on the console you owned.
3: yeah <laughs> <I guess>. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah i i i definitely i i thoroughly agree with the first part i think this mm. is one of the strongest indie years and i have like a list of games that i know i will love but haven't gotten to yet mm. um which I hope to get through some through uh, the Christmas break. But yeah, we'll see. Um, Amy, what did you what did you think of the year?
3: Uh, oh,
2: it's like it's been huge. And I mentioned before stream, like you go back and think, you no, know, like what came out this year or what was expected to come out this year? And it's just like, man, like we had a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, like Indies just had a huge year. Indies, we were just absolutely spoiled um triple A. i i don't think it was too bad i mean it wasn't great but it certainly wasn't like bad bad i don't know again i'm i like to be reasonably optimistic and everything i've played i've had a pretty good time with so you know and like you said there's still so much on my list that i know i'll really enjoy i just haven't got to it yet
0: i think sucks to me triple a was really top heavy i think there was a couple like really standout games and you saw that the game Mm. awards you saw like you know god of war and and elden ring and even like we kind of were on the more negative side of horizon but a lot of people really loved horizon uh but when you get past that um a lot of AAA games disappointed, or there just weren't a lot of them. Like, a lot of Amy no. went live. you said, like, you love looking at all these lists a year ago of the games people were hyped about this year, because fucking half of them aren't here they yet. They didn't like, come out! They yeah. didn't come out. Like, we don't have Zelda yet, we don't have Hogwarts Legacy, we don't have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, we Starfield. don't have Final Fantasy 16, we don't have Starfield, we don't have Redfall, like, we don't, yeah, I mean, we spent all of last week talking about how much we don't have anything from Microsoft. <laughs> like, yeah. We didn't get anything from Microsoft, except for Game Pass, which was incredible and helped deliver a lot of those those mm. indies, those aforementioned indies. But um, yeah, it's it's.
1: I think God, there were, I think there are a lot of hyped up. I don't know. I guess Saints Row wasn't hyped up really too much, uh, just people were kind of low on that from their original reveal. trailer yeah. But I mean, like that that failed to do anything. Gotham Knights fell on its face. Yeah. Uh, Callisto yeah. Protocol is very divisive mm. and not not as good as anybody hoped it would be.
3: Uh, yeah yeah of, it seems like profile. no one's
0: talking about uh dying light 2 like is a game everyone forgets came out this year which i don't i think of those you mentioned was probably my favorite but
1: just no and one's think, talking think, about it well dying light 2 was like a pretty good and polished game just didn't do anything very memorable kind of too little too late kind of for that game so
0: yeah so yeah long to come
1: out and now i, I mean, and i think like dead island 2 looks way better than dying light 2 which i did not expect to say <laughs> in the year yeah
0: Man, I th- I just think I have zombie fatigue. I just think. Oh, man, like, the,
1: co- the the gameplay trailer breaking down the combat for Dawnlight Two just looks like a super fun sandbox. Dawnlight Two or Dead Island? 2? Dead, Dead Island Two. God damn it! So- I, listen,
0: they, so one of them needs to change their name. <laughs>
2: God, Honestly, the one that's this, not out yet, just change. we're
0: getting into some like House of the Dragon shit where I'm like, I don't know. We if we would just use different names, everything would be fine on this show. Like we we wouldn't be in this predicament if y'all just yeah. named your kids different things. Um, yeah, and I th- I think we're also at a point where if you, uh, you know, if you went in on one or both of the new consoles, so if you spent five hundred to a thousand dollars American and more in Australia, on those new consoles, you're still kind of left being like, well, all these games I could have played on my old, on my yeah, old there was, there was
3: <laughs>
1: I don't think there was anything this year that felt. I mean, on the Callisto Protocol is probably the first game that I played this year that really felt next gen, just yeah, with how good it mm. looks. But I mean. Aside from that, none of them else, none of the other ones did, really. Well, and like that's because everything
0: else still kind of was cross-gen. Elden Ring was cross-gen. Godwell was cross-gen. Horizon was cross-gen. And it's smart on their part, especially like we're finally at a point now where like when I go into a store I can, most of the time I see like at target that consoles are on sale like you could buy one i'm probably not around christmas but like a month ago you could have bought one um and so again i assume that next year we will finally be seeing a lot more of these like ooh, this is actually what the next gen thing looks like but um we also said that a year ago and we got egg in our face because we keep having the same conversations and it feels like insanity because we keep it's- thinking something will be different
2: It's so weird and hard, though, because, like, again, even though, like, why are we saying now? Like, oh, like, you can buy a console in a store now. Like, that just feels so preposterous, which is why so many devs are still catering to the back end. Oh, absolutely. Because there's still so much money to be had there. Like, we say next gen, but it's been the current gen for over two years now. Yeah. And yet what, what have we been able to do with it that only it can do? nothing because devs haven't had the opportunity like we've had to be catering to the um old consoles as pokemon uh scarlet and violet found out because yeah WTF. That?
0: yeah that's uh i think that's another one of my like uh standout stories of the year is i mean while we talk i feel like everything we've had a conversation about right now is uh doesn't pertain to Nintendo. Nintendo almost feels like they're on their weird island, like yeah. it's a separate conversation from all this stuff. And Nintendo has their fair share of problems. But that being said, they did deliver. Like, if I only had a Switch this year, you got two oh, Pokemon yeah. games, which were a little ragged, a little rough around the edges uh, of the Pokemon games. But in between that, you got like really great games like Kirby and Splatoon and uh, Mario Plus Rabbids and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. So. Like Nintendo is just still chugging along, like never, nothing, nothing phases them. They feel like the postman, like they'll deliver in rain, sleet or snow, unless it was the <laughs> Wii U, in which case they did not deliver. <laughs> that, was not, that was not a great time to be a postman. Um, but it does feel like on Nintendo's front. I don't know, I guess we haven't talked to you about it yet, but we've we've talked, Nick and I have talked a lot about, you know, it feels like this is time for Nintendo to, to show off new hardware. And even if it's. Cross gen hardware because you don't want to leave <laughs> behind one hundred twenty million people. But like, what do you think in twenty in twenty twenty three? Do you think we'll see a Switch Pro? Anything like that? Switch. C? I
2: feel like we have to because my my <laughs> conspiracy theory is, and just based on conversations, like <laughs> there was one day shortly after Scarlet and Vita came out, and I walked into a, I came into a meeting a couple of minutes late, and our devs, our like tech art team, literally had the like a comparison video of Arceus next to Scarlet and Violet Uh and they were just tearing it apart going why didn't they do x y and z technique to prevent that this doesn't make sense why is this texture like this and they were just breaking down it was the most fascinating thing to listen to and I'm just sitting there going it's almost like they tried to make this game for a better piece of hardware and it was meant to be a launch title and then they got told months ago that it wasn't going to happen like it's almost like they had to just work with what they went after beta like it just seems so weird to me that this particular game came out the way it did when Arceus used techniques that are well established for the Switch to make it run and look good and I I just think Nintendo have to be it's been too long and the Switch is a fantastic console that has great games on it and they need something to actually just bolster that extra tech because it can't compete with what a Series X and S or a PS5 can. Or even yeah. just a real base PC, like like yeah. a laptop from the nineties. <laughs> like
0: I mean, like a phone so-
2: can do better. That's a problem. <sighs>
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is we're we're a couple months away from it being six years old. Um, which mm. is pretty much a generation. And even when it launched six years ago, it was still underpowered compared to its you know, it's it's contemporaries. It was underpowered and compared every, to PS4. And every time we bring then,
1: this discussion up, somebody in the comments is like, whoa, they don't need 4K graphics. Like, yeah, I just want my games to run smooth. <laughs> yeah, know, that's my, my thing
0: that. is I don't want I'm, terrified. Photorealistic I'm Pokemon. Tired of, I would be I, I, terrified of photorealistic
1: Pokemon. Yeah, well, I'm, just, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrified Truby-ish. for the Breath of the Wild sequel to tears of the kingdom to like run like shit on there because be, i just don't want to play that. that's <laughs> why it's gotta it's gotta launch
0: with tears of the kingdom like Z- the nintendo knows that they have their like generation defining game and they can run it back again if they release it on Absolutely. that hardware like they did with i mean uh, breath of the wild released on switch and wii u do it again But the thing also has to be backwards compatible because there's like 120 million of them out there so yeah well Um,
1: and everybody was you know all the comments were like oh you know they're not going to adopt the new hardware or whatever it's like i think i think backwards compatible is here to stay i think that's like a mainstay feature in anything we do in the future and the only reason it wasn't before was because they used different architecture for the ps3 Mm. yeah that was really it i mean xbox was backwards compatible for a lot of xbox 360 was backwards compatible for quite a few games
0: yeah, Xbox has done a better job. They have an entire department that actually gives a shit about that. And that was one of my other things too, is I'm kinda of bummed like it seems like both Sony and PlayStation, despite having their longest legacies, you know, Nintendo's or mm-hmm. uh Sony and, and Nintendo. Nintendo has a you know almost half a century legacy at this point uh sony has a, a 30 year legacy at this point um and they just so- don't do a great job of like letting us experience that and letting us play old games on these things and nintendo like does this always does this half-ass stuff with like here's a it's because because they can, they, they can to resell it
1: everybody's gonna buy it <laughs> <laughs> just let me resell it and i'll buy it then
0: <laughs> just let me do it i'll do it. Me, do it i'm an idiot let me
3: do it. i'm an idiot let me do it. Just put, put go. a bunch
0: of slop in my slop in my slop trough and i'll slop
1: it all up golden tech brings up the steam deck sleep slipping another yeah like ever since the steam deck come out like i used to play all my indies on switch i don't touch the switch anymore this is mm-hmm. very exclusive I, and I, I i know like that's not a normal thing for a lot of people because a lot of people don't have steam decks but uh sure yeah in the future i mean all it's gonna take is a, a more powerful, cheaper thing than a Steam Deck, and people are gonna switch. Which? Uh, uh, waka waka. waka. <laughs> uh, waka,
0: waka. Uh, okay, uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the games? We do you want to talk about the the games? Yeah, we should uh, probably,
1: we probably we shouldn't like spend a whole hour of the like Topic. It's not the topic.
0: <laughs> it was. Uh, I, well, no, this is the year. It's no, what? No, It's part of. We no, need no, to I We set the stage. Yeah. <clears throat> it's foreplay, Nick. No, it's called breakout.
3: Jeez, Nick originally wanted this to be called bad. foreplay.
0: And you did it. <laughs> no, he did not. He did not. Uh, how do, you, a, a, how do you, a, you want to do this? I, I wrote a big list. I How do
1: we want to do foreplay? That's uh, Nick teach
0: me, no, teach, Nick, me to, Nick. Nick teach me how to love a woman. <laughs> so um, so you, you... no <laughs> I gotta I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta you gotta get go. the
1: mount and you do. Put
0: me put me in the
1: Jesus.
3: What is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I tweeted I tweeted last night a list of fifteen games that I love this year. <laughs> and realized oh. minutes later. That I left Sonic Frontiers off, and Sonic Frontiers would have been on the list. Oh, I thought you were about to say what left do you mean off.
3: you left Sonic I left it Frontiers off. I don't know. Somehow, somehow, I keep I
0: keep a running note, and I think I like I did a like I hit my head or something when I finished Sonic Frontiers. I got so excited
1: I was, that I fell asleep for a month when I was making the gra- uh, the asking Padmouth about the graphic. I was thinking, should we put Sonic Frontiers on there? It's like I couldn't decide if you're going to put it on your list or not. It's,
0: it's, it's absolutely on my list. It just oh, it, it, it <laughs> forgot to, it forgot to be on forgot to be on the Twitter. Wow,
1: you loved it so much you forgot it. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know what? Sometimes that happens. Okay. If you love a bird and it flies away, maybe never have kids. Back. Then. Oh no! <laughs>
3: oh no! Maybe
2: uh, they'll
0: come back. Maybe they'll come back. Uh, how, how how do we want to do this? Do we want to? Do we want to count down?
1: Do we want to just start rant- naming off games that we love? Do we
0: want to?
1: Well, Amy's Amy's the new kid on town. Let's hear what her favorite games are. Because I oh, I, did not, I did I thought you were going to be in the three mr video. You're not there, and then I realized oh you didn't review Nick, much of anything I, this week. I
2: reviewed literally
3: three games two games oh, at okay. that point well they and had two games I on their list and... of
2: them <laughs> and whilst i really loved both of them felt really wrong for me to take a slot <laughs> to be like here's the two games i played for 3mr <laughs> yeah. that were pretty lit like let,
3: let it
0: be known she was asked she was asked
2: i was asked <laughs> i was asked i i i felt bad i yeah. did feel bad um do God. you uh-
0: do you feel like uh, working full time on on the, the development side? Although this isn't new for you. But, like, do you feel like you play fewer games, or like, do you feel like it's harder for you to play games, or do you feel like you did you like? Did you feel like you were able to keep up, keep up with the times, yes. keep up with the combos?
2: Fortunately, because of newly released, which I do have <laughs> to thank Nick. I'll, I'll thank public for this. Son, um, Nick came to me and said we'd be keen to get you on another stream. And I'm like, okay, well, like, what are you thinking? He's like, well, we don't actually really look at that many new games. Yeah. Do that. Um, and it's been really awesome to, to do that. So some weeks it'll be like, I want to play this game. Or other weeks I'll be like, I have no idea. Like, Nick, do you have suggestions? And like one of those was Tinykin. Mm-hmm. And I probably, like, whilst I liked it, it's something that I otherwise would have put off and put off and put off. Like, Tunic, <sighs> I know I'll really enjoy Mm-hmm. But I haven't gotten to it yet. It's it's a keep kick, kicking the can down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Tinykin, I then played it because it was on Game Pass. I could then just jump straight to my couch and keep playing it. Um, and I absolutely adored that. Like, I love, love, loved that game. It was fun. That's, it was funky. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. That was it was totally a Game overstay. Pass. Welcome.
0: It was not on my radar whatsoever. And then it was just on Game Pass. And I was like, "Ooh, I'll try this out. And then I'm I'll like, oh, it. my God, this is Pikmin. This is the Pikmin Nintendo won't That's give it. me. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, as for, like, do I find if I have enough time? Like, being dev side and doing the job that I do, like, specifically the company I work at, like, review skills are actually really, really, really important to be able to analyze why something feels good or not to tell the dev how to fix it. Um, Like it's super crucial to what I do. And so I have tried to keep up with it as much as possible. But for me, I've almost had to come around and spend more time in multiplayer games than I used to Um, because we have friends all over the world, all over the country now, and that's how we stay connected. So I've been playing like a lot of Call of Duty. I wouldn't normally do that. A lot of Overwatch, a lot of Fortnite. Like I've been playing a lot of just multiplayer games because that's how I'm keeping in touch with friends. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, And so that's been a really different experience for me. But we've had a lot of really good content updates for a lot of multiplayer games in 2022. So that's another thing that's kind of worth acknowledging that we don't kind of talk about is we forget that, you know, these big ongoing games have had big patches throughout the year that, like, keep you interested or not. Um, Like, apparently the new Fortnite season is really great. Um, so we'll jump in and play some of that with our friends over the holiday break. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it is harder to catch up purely because like on top of working full time, I teach group fitness and I do this. Um, so my time's fairly limited and, and the time I have is then spent playing those kinds of games, but all in all, I felt like I've been able to keep up reasonably well It's just been those bigger AAA games that are those long ass. Like I can't play God of War
0: yet. 50 hours of your life.
2: Yeah. And I'm like, I can't play God of War yet. I'm really excited for it. And I'll probably start playing it like today or tomorrow Mm -hmm. or like over the next couple of days. But like, I I literally couldn't start that. I'm like, there's no way I can start this game right now. Because you have to wait for those pockets of time to pop
3: up.
0: Yeah, I guess that's one of the perks of uh the, the Nick and I's roles where we kinda have to we're like, well we're just gonna make time. For, we're just gonna Absolutely. like we have to, like we have to. That is like part of our responsibilities to keep well keep hmm. on up.
1: That's the funny uh, thing, is I was just looking at my cause I did my whole list of games I've completed this year. And there is the start of the year where there was Elden Ring, uh, Horizon and uh Dying Light Two and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I played I all those. One. I never yeah. finished Pokemon Recruits though. I'm like so yeah. close to finishing that. Uh and I finished all those, and then I took a huge break from, like, pretty much all 22 games, because I, I just didn't get to a lot of the indies this year. Like, I played Sifu, I played Tiny Kim, like, well, Sifu's not really an indie, but I uh, played That's Tiny funny. Kim. indie Yeah. I think Tiny Kim was, like, really the only notable yeah. indie game, and I started a lot of them this year. I just didn't get through them, like, Tunic, I tried that, I really didn't love it. And uh, did, so, you, uh, did you play Stray? I I did. I just never finished it. I got kind of bored with it. Like I started. I started a lot of games from twenty twenty two, but yeah. Know. Did you
0: ever? Did you ever? Did the Vampire Survivors bug ever bite you? Nope.
2: Nope.
0: I've been playing a little bit on my phone actually, because uh, they released it on mobile on uh, during the Game Awards, and it plays vertically, which I like. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh. a it's a decent thing while I wait for my Marvel Snap.
3: Uh, <laughs> dailies, uh to <laughs> dailies to refresh, dailies to
0: refresh, yeah. Um, honestly, Marvel Snap is probably my biggest surprise of the year. Every other game I loved, I knew about at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you would have told me I would like Marvel Snap, I'd tell you you were fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I put it at number four
3: on my favorite wow. games of the
0: year, what's happening? What is, happening? What is, is going is, on?
1: Uh, this was the year of the backlog for me. And like mm-hmm. I kind of said yesterday on the recap, like I I kind of forgot like the whole first quarter of this year yeah. almost just because that I was going through a bad breakup and everything and like that that part of the year is kind of wiped from my memory. <laughs> so I was actually just going back through my list. I was like, oh yeah, I played like all the Bayonetta games this year, and all I, I played <laughs> through like Half Life games and and all these <laughs> all these games. Dante's Inferno. Don't forget about Dante's Inferno. I, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Dante's Inferno. I played Quake Four. I played God of War Two. I played Yakuza like a Dragon. Like this was like basically the year of twenty twenty one and last gen for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I that's understand. I don't know. If you don't if like like we said, this was sort of a slow-ish um year. Like aside from the biggies, like we mentioned Elden Ring and God of War, like mm-hmm. when it comes to triple A, Kirby really stuck with me. Uh Mario and Rabbids really stuck with me. Sonic really stuck with me, and uh I mean, I, I don't know. Do we count Plague Tale as A? It looks A. Yeah,
1: yeah, it focuses it's AAA. It's A at
0: this point. Uh, Plague Tale. And then I really loved Ghostwire Tokyo, which feels like mm. to me, that would be one of the most underappreciated or like least talked about games of the year. That came out And it turns yeah. out, I think Gosh. I'm like, I was streaming Jet Set Radio last night, which is a game, a old Dreamcast game. But the whole thing is you're like skating around uh, Tokyo and like spray painting shit. And... It hit me right. It came out originally in like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, and it hit me right when I was really becoming like a weeb, like my first weeb, my first weeb ride. And then I did like two decades without being a weeb, and now I'm back in the weeb train. Um, and it has this awesome sense of like tourism around uh, Tokyo, and that's what Ghostwire Tokyo had to me. <laughs> like I loved like hanging out in that world and just wandering around like a beautifully realized version of Tokyo that also had spooky ghosts. It was
2: visually gorgeous.
0: Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and I'm I'm now like, I want a version of this game in every city. Like, I want to just wander around cities like this. Um, But yeah, aside from that, there wasn't a whole lot of AAA that really kind of stuck out.
1: Yeah, I mean, Elden Ring for me, I think, is the only game this year that I just could not put down. I could not stop coming back to it until I finished it. I had, like, I couldn't. I was going to stream the whole thing and then I started it and I'm like, I can't wait. I got to play it and then I'll stream a second (laughs) playthrough. And then I didn't even finish that because I was like, you know what? I just want to experience this on my own and let myself be Mm -hmm. immersed and sucked into this world. And I don't want people to bug me while I'm playing it and tell me how to play it. I just want to play it.
0: Yeah. We don't do, we don't do like a general consensus game of the year like big outlets do. But I feel like if we did, I think Elden Ring would probably be ours between us. I know Casey, obviously Jack, because. He has, <laughs> it. He has 10 the head times injury already and, he keeps, and, and, and he keeps playing that game. Uh, Yahtzee softened on it a little, not so hardened on it a little bit. Um, but I, I think it's still going to be in his top five. I know Jamate loves it, and Frost. It's 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 like remarkable. It, it and then feels... there's me
2: who didn't play it.
0: <laughs> I mean, do you were I'm you a big like, FromSoft fan though outside of that?
2: No, I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm I'm masochistic in so many other parts of my life. I'm like, I don't want to bash my head, but interestingly when i watched your anatomy videos on like the anatomy of stormvale castle and that i went this is really interesting and i feel like i would have fun with this but again it, it was too long i'm like oh, i'll get to it eventually but it's just not now
0: mm-hmm. at this point it's i don't know there's certain games that you can like appreciate from a uh, distance Absolutely. without needing to like you're not being like bah, elden rings dumb you're dumb for like
2: no, it. it's I, just I like, genuinely appreciate what it's done yeah. and And the way it captivates people. Like, I have so much respect and appreciation for it. I just haven't experienced it myself. I
1: I think the bad part about Elden Ring for me is having played other open world games this year, it has ruined any other open world game. It just has absolutely ruined it. I can't, like, even Witcher 3 right now, I'm, like, loading up the next-gen version. I'm into that world, and I'm like, this is really cool, but also there's waypoints, and, like, there's a mission, like, I gotta go burn bodies, and it gives me three different things to go do. I'm like... I just, like, just give me the game and let me go into its world and yeah. explore everything mm-hmm. on my own. And every, every other game just doesn't feel like an adventure like Elden Ring did anymore. And I, It it actually bothers me. <laughs> like, a, I just, I, like, everything feels like a checklist in a lot of open world games. Yeah. That's yeah, I like,
0: Witcher's seven, you know, seven and a half years, that's a long time. Um, yeah. You know, that, that came out in a pre-Breath of the Wild world, a pre-Elden Ring world. Mm-hmm. So it does feel like, Maybe it'll take take a little bit, but I feel like. But I mean, more even and more, that's like, even
1: why like Horizon Forbidden West bored me so much. Yeah, as yeah. I just did not feel like I was I was just being directed on a story and all that. And mm-hmm. I think it's just weird, I, not maybe not weird. I think it's just interesting. Like having gotten into the Souls series over the last like three years now, how much my gaming has changed. Tastes have changed mm. into being gameplay centric because I didn't used to be like that. I used to be like just lead me through the story. I want to play it this way. And now I'm like, yeah. no, just let me go do what I want. <laughs> like that's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of frustrating. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm sitting there the entire time. Like I should like this game. I don't like this game.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs>
0: I think a lot of people just realized there didn't, or maybe even didn't even realize that there was like, we can do exploration without having my hand held. Like that can exist. Like you can, it, it feels like raw, right? unfiltered, like, <laughs> like, refined <laughs> uh, exploration. And then you play something with a bunch of waypoints and you're like, all right, this is fine, but it's something different. This is an exploration. This is... This you makes the world know, feel useless. Yeah, you're like, this is doing the chores. This is mm-hmm. something else.
2: It, it all depends, though. Like, it's it's funny because I, I love open world games. They are generally something I do just love. And... I don't know why, but it, it, to me, it all depends on the setup, right? Like in Horizon Zero Dawn, cause I, sorry, in Forbidden West, like I am someone that Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I adore Aloy. I really enjoyed the second one, but there was a lot that I think was kind of at odds with itself. Like mm-hmm. it felt like a lot of setup from a story perspective, but I did just go like, enjoy wandering around, exploring the world. But, then I think of high on life that I played this week. And like, even during the stream, people were like, I looked at some of the comments after the fact and people were like, Amy just completely ignored the arrows and that, that were directing her to where she was meant to be going. And I'm like, because in my head, the way this game was setting it up, why, why was I on rails? Why couldn't I just go around with my talking gun exploring? Yeah, you drop um, me in a
0: futuristic city. Like, why can't I just wander down alleys and find cool shit to do?
2: Yeah, like, why am I feeling so railroaded by this moment? Yeah. It wasn't that the signals and the signs went there. It was that my expectation wasn't being met mm-hmm. of what I kind of want based on the setup. <laughs> and so I think it all comes to the setup. Like, Like you've said, with Elden Ring, it's an adventure and you're going out to discover it, like as someone that hasn't played it, like that is what you're going to do. Um, but other games do need a slightly different hook, and I think we'll start to see more games embrace that Elden Ring esque style of this is true exploration and not well, the Ubisoft Elden, checklist. It's, yeah. not even,
1: it's not even so much the exploration part; it's just Elden Ring makes every every reason for you to explore tie right back mm. into your central mechanics. And Horizon just doesn't do that. Horizon's like, well, hmm. go do this to get a cool weapon, but it's not necessary to keep going forward. Elden Ring is like, no, you need to go find better weapons and gear and mm. and, and the materials mm-hmm. to upgrade them to do these things. And and Horizon's just like, well, you can ki- you can pick up this plant to heal yourself. You know, you don't need to go find a a shard to increase your health forever. Yeah, it, like yeah. It, that's the one thing like Elden I think just from software gets that. Other developers just don't. Is like if you're gonna make optional content, it can't really be optional, or at least it yeah. should be. It should be essential optional. I guess is the way I would put it.
0: Yeah, Elden Ring was the first game since Breath of the Wild that captured that feeling of just go out and find your fun. Like go in a direction mm. and you'll find fun, and you'll have fun doing the thing, and it will be rewarding when it gets done, and maybe it'll be rewarding in and something to upgrade or maybe it'll be rewarding in finding a new place or getting to the top of the hill and just having a view and being like shit this is really nice looking and mm. horizon is rife with views that are fucking mm. nice looking um the uh aside from eldering the other game that made me feel that sense of what ooh, i can go over there just to have fun was sonic which is mm. so weird and i know so and it sounds like a bit but it is not a bit because sonic the things i get for going over there and doing the thing Don't matter. It gives me no joy (laughs) to get more fucking apples or crystals or Amy hearts. Not you, Amy. The Amy the Amy the the frog. Amy the hog. Amy (laughs) the
2: frog. Amy Amy the the frog.
0: frog. Uh, Like I didn't give a shit about coins. I didn't give a shit about any of this. I liked existing in that world. I liked the way I felt as as this very fast, very janky hedgehog. And I liked that this the the spaces felt like just like like playgrounds that existed in this weird liminal space that is completely at odds with the characters. Like the uh, uh, Yahtzee made an entire extra punctuation about how uh, uh, the game has a tone problem. And to me, I was like, that's a feature, not a bug. Like the game is just fucking weird, and I like that it's weird, and I like that certain interactions will take themselves way too seriously, while other actions will just be like, "Well, that was weird," and I'm like, "That thing just died. We should be taking this more seriously." (laughs) Um, I I I like that. Like I don't go into a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog game for for uh, tonal cohesion because I I don't know because it's a first off it's just he's wearing wearing shoes and he's wearing shoes and his feet are bigger than mine, and if I ever saw a hedgehog who's with feet that. Bigger than mine, I would I would beat it to death with, with a baseball <laughs> bat because that thing shouldn't be allowed to live. uh But I don't think all I don't think all games need to be big open world things. And Nick, I think you agree with me. A, a pretty linear and really powerful story based game this year was a Plague Tale Requiem. Yep, I was
1: just about to bring it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that game. uh Yeah, I love Plague Tale Innocence. I know a lot of people are not huge on it, but it, I think I thought it had a great story and characters and. Uh, i loved it usually like for me a game with like a really powerful soundtrack will elevate it to another level for me and a playtail hit that uh and so a requiem kind of hit all my expectations for a sequel and probably exceeded them just at the scope of the game uh and i yeah i think Osobo was like on my list of like they're gonna be naughty dog quality level at some point i think if not,
0: yeah, you're just immediately. I'm like, I whatever you do next, I'm kind of in for. Yeah. It. like I made like a blind bet. Like I'm, I'm totally in for this. Yeah. um Which I like when I feel like that way about a studio.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, like you know, I was just going back through my list. I've been looking at my phone here, kind of going through it, and just not a not a whole lot of games like really really hit me this year. And, uh, I'm glad I finally like actually went back and played Dragon Age Origins finally i uh, uh-huh. ended up really loving it um didn't love dragon age 2 as much but i'm glad i played it uh trying to start dragon age inquisition just like i'm starting to replay the witcher 3 and i made the tweet <laughs> earlier today i was like i don't know how the fuck people replay these huge open world games like i'm overwhelmed by the second i started i'm like i've already done all this why do i want do i really want to do this again <laughs> do you have a really good memory i do
0: do you do you think you're a person with a really good memory i have a really bad memory well so I think that's part of the reason like replaying
1: things yeah i mean i remember the 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 big plot points of a lot of like the big the big moments of those games. I don't remember all the little stuff in between, but I mean, yeah. I definitely remember my almost my entire playthrough of The Witcher Three, everything from Bloody Baron's quest to the end of the game. That was a experience I'll never have again playing that game. I mean, that game was incredible. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, the only games I've ever really gone back to really replay are. Uh, like the Halo games or like quick FPS games I can get through in a couple of sittings, Call of Duty campaigns. Yeah, you obviously Gears and Halo with, and with then, Amy. But those yeah, are I was
2: going to say, one. Nick then just drives me into it and I'm like, okay, <laughs> off we go. Yeah. It feels a little different
0: when you like can drag another person along for the ride. You almost get out it's like, fun. I love rewatching movies and showing them to someone else for the first time. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, you kind of get, it's you almost fun. get a different perspective. You get to like, you, you your own take on oh. something gets to evolve by All seeing the, it in mm-hmm. someone else's
1: eyes. All the games I've replayed with Amy or games that I've replayed probably six or seven times. <laughs> like the only, Yeah. And the only, like the only series that I want to replay right now that I just haven't gone back to yet is Uncharted. Mm. That'd
3: See, be fun, I right? can't. I can't. Because uh,
2: I get to two, and then I hear Claudia Black's voice, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm playing Dragon Age again. Oh
1: oops.
2: <laughs> I turned it off, and oh no, what happened? And it I happens think, every time. I wish I was kidding. It happens every time.
1: I think, uh, I think Sonny and chat thinks I didn't play Dragon Age Inquisition. I have played Inquisition before. I said I didn't want to replay it. Mm. I kinda got to I kinda got to the first open area. I was like, no, I can't.
2: <laughs> Gets to the hinterlands. Yep. I'm out.
0: Yep. I, as
1: soon as I got to the hinterlands I'm like, nope, uninstall, I'm done. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um Nick, you also by the end of the year you were you were a big proponent of uh, uh, Mario Rabbids and Midnight Sun. Oh, I love became, that. uh You became uh,
1: you became like a real time real time tactics boy. I mean, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of tactics games over the last couple of years. I played through all of Banner Saga one last year. Most of Banner Saga two. It's another game I need to go back and finish. I really mm-hmm. love those games. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I really played uh, Mario. I've played the first Mario Rabbids. Love that. Um, haven't finished uh, the new one yet. I got like the last it's world. It's good.
2: Finish it. I'm trying. Finish. Played a lot of
1: it. Yeah. I've, I've played so much of it. I just I got
0: distracted. Uh, What's going on with these Nintendo games? You can't finish. Nick, can you not finish? No, uh, I finished <laughs> a episode, lot this year. Episode Breakout episode number sixty nine is all about Nick I finishing.
1: Finished like fifty games this year. <laughs> so we're
2: proud of you.
1: Well, I think the only <laughs> joke, no, the only Switch game I haven't finished is Mario Rabbids. What other ones are you talking about? I'm a You said Pokemon it. Arceus. Oh yeah. I'm at like the very end of that. Like there's something you have to do, like a fetch quest at the end of that game you have to do and I don't want to do it. Yeah, you gotta catch them all, dog. No, that's not the quest. Oh, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> I it's uh, Yeah, it's the only other game I haven't finished because I haven't started Pokemon Scarlet or Bayonetta 3 or I like, bought Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, again. what's going
0: on? You did like a full Bayonetta replay and then
2: you just... And then what, didn't did play you?
0: the new one? I haven't
1: gotten to it yet. I was playing God of War and, and the Callisto Protocol and Marvel's Midnight Suns and I it came
0: out before all those several I'm,
1: months before all those. i'm somehow replaying i'm still trying to finish cyberpunk 2077 and i keep getting bored playing it <laughs> you it feels like you've been playing a lot less. Sie- <laughs> what casey's not here so we can have an honest
0: conversation what's going on about cyberpunk no you've been playing a lot less siege i don't see you sieging i
1: don't think i played Siege yeah. at all this year really what's going on i don't know <laughs> i took a year off i haven't had anybody to play with it my my friends all want to play warzone and that's siege now so Friendship with Siege over, Warzone is our new best friend? Uh, War, Warzone is me and me are not, not friends. I, <laughs> oh, no. I, I, oh, played, yeah. a, I played a mm-hmm. lot. We were talking yesterday about you know how I have set you and Casey up with your horrible game to play, which, by the way, folks, is called Carnivore's Dinosaur Hunter. And let me
0: tell you, the key art looks fucking awesome. <laughs> but the trailer does <laughs> if not. You don't Google, if you don't Google the game in your head, it's just fucking awesome.
1: Really <laughs> I'm telling you, Casey's going to fucking despise that game. He's going to actively so want to murder me years. while he's playing that.
2: Right. I saw the picture and was like what is this stream and then it's I realized from, it was the punishment, was the punishment the <laughs> stream and I was like yes. Nick oh. is the
0: bingo lord oh. <laughs> bingo. the lord of chance <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Where was I going I mean so do you think you're going to uh well we were talking about I guess we uh, we didn't actually Mario Rabbids and the Strategy sims. like Mario Rabbids and, and Midnight Suns like what 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 grabbed you about those two
1: um, I right i just i just like the strategy of tactics games lately i guess just something different which it's funny because like i i was like the biggest fps guy i would play any fps that came out yeah from the ps2 generation to xbox one i played them all I played everyone and now nowadays i'm like i get bored in almost all of them maybe it's just because they really maybe my parents are right and all fps games are the same thing (laughs) But I think so many of the FPS games that are coming out are just like kind of like retro stuff, and I'm just not huge into the retro stuff.
0: I think you're also you you uh more so than than a lot of us you are constantly expanding your horizons you're like putting mm. yourself into uncomfortable genre genres you're uncomfortable I'm not about that yeah. and then see i uh, <laughs> yeah. i like what i like and i'm just gonna go replay it fucking win win yeah. <laughs> um but nick is like i don't like souls games let's see if i can slowly win my way into this or like you were playing wasteland earlier this year like you you kind of you 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 you, you you were you've become comfortable with being uncomfortable, which has caused you to to fall in love with a <laughs> lot of genres,
1: which is cool. That's, that's true. Yep. I, yep. Respect. The only, only one I haven't gotten you into know. is Forex yet, and I don't think I will. Although I think I don't know if it was this year. Did we play? Was that this year that we played Crusader Kings and I married my. My daughter in law, I think, that was, I think yeah. that was an early and early <laughs> yeah. this year game. Yeah, yeah,
2: well, that sounds like a 3x game, it sounds like a porno, <laughs> a,
1: a porno of marrying your daughter in law on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, <laughs>
0: oh my god, if 4x games were just really horny porno games, I might be all in. <laughs>
2: Oh my God, yeah, well, Marty, we still haven't turned Nick around to orc massage yet, so there's still time. He's not expanded his horizons that much.
0: If fucking if Casey or I would have won bingo, that would have been our game. For
3: <laughs>
0: no. no, if only we
1: would have won how, bingo. That's how I never be on the <laughs> internet again.
0: <laughs> uh, what's Markiplier played it or one of them? PewDiePie or one of those big of guys? Yeah, one of them. We'll one of at, them.
1: we we'll look at those two guys and look at me, who looks more normal playing that game. What do you mean? They're both f- extremely handsome and famous, aren't they? They Have a bunch of money. They're so famous they can't. <laughs> they're, yeah, they, they they make a bunch of money.
0: I don't. <laughs> That's the difference. Like, like a small to medium amount of money. That's <laughs> fine. You can add you can add two hours of work massage.
1: All right. If, if Yahtzee if Yahtzee signs on to cover my expenses for the rest of my life, I'll play work massage. You become
0: yeah. Uh, Yahtzee starts funding your own personal Patreon. <laughs> <baby> yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played nearly enough. Uh, Midnight Suns and uh, Rabbids are both on my list, too. I've put, like, five hours in each, and I'm like, I need to play more. Um, but in terms of Nintendo stuff, I mentioned earlier, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, I think, is, like, it, it, it took Kirby, which is a series I always liked but never loved, and it made this, like, incredibly fun, bite-sized, Mario-esque open world. Semi-open, not really open world, but, like, Bite-sized open-world adventure that was just constantly throwing new ideas at me. Like mm. every level, Kirby would do something new, and it'd be like, "Now we're doing a, a race car track," and now <laughs> every time you do mouthful mode on something, it completely changes the way gameplay works. And didn't outstay its welcome. It's one of those games where it's relatively easy to get through, but if you want to spend a lot of time like mastering it and getting all the secrets, so you can absolutely like treat it like a full meal. Um, and I was just really impressed with that as like a kind of. You know, like uh not one of Nintendo's top shelf games. Like it just absolutely blew me away earlier on in the year. And then uh Nintendo also did the uh the Live Alive uh mm. uh the HD remaster, which was obviously in partnership with Square Enix. Um, and that was a game like I thought I had played and loved every RPG from the nineties, and it turns out I didn't because I had <laughs> never played this game because it never came to America. But then they, they first off made it gorgeous and second off it's the weirdest game like in my mind I was always like I want games that are just compilations of short stories and then Scare was like oh we actually made one in the mid 90s and none of you motherfuckers played it so here it is and it looks really pretty and it's this crazy <laughs> compilation of short stories that has this amazing payoff when you finish all the short stories like without without spoiling it like there's a secret last chapter of the Uh-oh. game that is so great and it is so yeah, great. I want to play
2: it because that that's so- what I wish <laughs> Path bunch- had been.
0: It's like a bunch of short, like two to three hour RPGs that like throw throw curveballs at you, and you're like, "This is cool, this is cool." And then you get to the end, of it and you're like, "Oh, look what they did!" And it's great.
2: Aww, now I want to play it.
0: Live alive, it's great. Yeah. Um, and then I also think uh, I know uh, Nick said he didn't get to a lot of the indies that he was he was trying to, but I thought again this was just an absolute banger year for indies, like start to finish. Um, my favorite game of the year is probably Immortality. Uh And that's the. uh I know Casey wasn't the biggest fan of it, and Yahtzee was scared of it. But um, that's the that's the Sam Barlow uh, Half Mermaid game, where it kind of it, I, it's a game that is able to single handed, I guess, double handedly push the boundaries of like what we think a video game can be, and a video game can just be watching clips from three movies that never existed, and occasionally clicking on things trying to solve a strange mystery of what was going on and is the first game since outer wilds to actually make me feel like a genuine detective hmm. which i really liked um and so i love that uh neon white was was on the complete opposite spectrum that is a game that is a 100 about play and play feel and uh that is a game that made me want to become a speedrunner, which is the first game to <laughs> ever fucking make me do that um and uh even I, I, if you can Swallow the 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 weebiness of it, um, Nick. I think you would fucking love that game. I know you played uh, a little it's, bit. Uh,
1: better, it's right? on my list. Yeah, I really like the gameplay of it. I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah. gotten around to. Um
0: and then uh, rounding out my top five, uh, Marvel Snap, which I feel like we need to give a little give a little oxygen
1: to. Yeah, I I still play. I, I've surpassed you on the uh, the collection meter. So the the student has become the master. He's I only did. paid three hundred and fifty U.S. dollars paid, to do it. I have not paid three hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Don't ask no. me how much I spend on battlegrounds in Hearthstone.
0: <laughs> how much?
2: Well, well it's wait, I, I keep man. making battle passes, and I'm like, well, I hmm. guess I'll do it. Oh,
0: boy. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering. I'm like, every month, am I just going to pay $10 for this thing? Like, I just, am I going to spend $120 every month for the next for the rest of my life until I die? Is this $120? just like a Netflix <laughs>
1: subscription? I mean, that's really $120 nice that
2: that's how little, like, Path of Exile's new... Core supporter packs came out, so they do new ones every year. And they do ones every expansion, but like there's annual ones, and the top tier one is four hundred and eighty US dollars. And dear God, I over the year will drop that. Like I will absolutely drop that much on this game. I have no shame. I have no they shame. Marvel, I, I want yeah, it. Marvel, I want it. They did
0: a Marvel Snap one. I don't Marvel.
1: Know Marvel uh, yeah, Mar- Marvel Snap. I say what you will about it. its monetization practices. Like I, I don't like how much they are trying to charge for the gold and like the the
0: company. oh and for like random packs like here's a rogue and gambit thing do you want to pay 40 dollars for yeah, it like, yeah yeah oh. like the no, yeah the, uh,
1: yeah I, you know i i would be in more support of them if they were like hey we have all these cool card variants like do you want to own physical copies of these cards like yeah like some of the art on these things is incredible i would love to have have that in my hand i'm not going to pay a hundred dollars for two fucking card variants
0: i i would bet that within two years marvel snap also becomes a physical card game. Mm.
3: I,
1: it has to, yeah, absolutely has to.
0: Yeah, um,
1: although there would be a well, lot of. I don't know if it could. There's, there's so, like a there's so lot much of power, like gaining and. Yeah, I was about to say like you got to do a lot there of math. There is under a the card hood.
2: game though? There is one.
1: With, yeah, there, well, there are. Yeah, there is a card game, and it's very, it's very,
2: very similar in the art style.
1: Like a, because a I've, seen mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <Mr. Miyazzo's
2: laughs> I've
1: seen it in shops. Yes. Mr. seen some of the NFT. cards. <laughs> I don't know. I just I like. Not even like the car I don't even want the cars as art, I just like some of the art is really cool. I would like to have a oh, yeah, copy of the art. Yeah. Um but yeah, I um the the gameplay loop of Marvel Snap is just incredibly fun. Like I just mm-hmm. I, I sit there. Anytime I have free time right now, I'm sitting down playing a game of Marvel Snap and uh, yeah. it's just a really fun, simple card game that takes a few minutes of your time and uh it's the one free to play game with that kind of model that i feel like i'm constantly earning something and it's Mm -hmm. not it's not a game that like there's a like genshin impact right like to get any further in the world you have to grind and do all these stupid missions and everything and marvel snap like i'm constantly rewarded for playing the game which is how i like those kind of games to be where Mm -hmm. i don't feel i never like if i want to spend money i can if i want to buy the season pass so that i can unlock some extra things fine i'm happy to support that but in general like the game never stops me from playing it and I think that's what's yeah. really important mm. about it
0: yeah and it feels like it, it kind of acts as like clock in between the bricks of larger games you're playing like mm-hmm. it feels like it's something I can always yeah. pull out and just like if something's three minutes I mean it's only, it's only three minutes
1: like a yeah. song uh, um, and that, and that is like another another I'm gonna call it a, a genre buster for me because like I've been looking around at like
3: oh yeah the Elder yeah.
1: Legends and, and mm. Legends of Routinera and all that because like I really like the loop of marvel snap uh and the only like, the only thing that stopped me from playing the other ones is that i can't play them in vertical mode they want me to play them in horizontal mode on my phone and i don't like doing that It that goes it's, a long it's, way it's, it's it's sounds really yeah. dumb.
0: being able to do it with one hand <laughs> yeah. is uh
1: yeah 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 phrasing um <laughs> <laughs> episode 69
2: people <laughs> episode 69
0: Get Nick to the finish line. Uh, I had a handful of other indie games that I just wanted to, to highlight that I really loved. Most recently, I played through all of a Ga- uh, little gator game, which is this wonderful. Oh, I uh, want to play it. Yeah. First time studio published by Platonic, the, the folks behind Ukulele. Um it is ostensibly if you played a short hike or know of a short hike, it is very similar. It was clearly heavily inspired by short hike, which in itself was heavily inspired by um, kind of the, the freedom of exploration in Breath of the Wild but put in a nice cozy little atmosphere a little gator game does the same thing but in a kind of a more 3d space um can some of the, the it's really well written but some of the dialogue can be a little long in the tooth like they they conversations go on a little too long but um i i just really thoroughly enjoyed it and that's on pc and switch now uh i really loved stray i know that had some some haters mostly because of the hate of it got a bright
1: spotlight shined on it yeah there's no that, reason that I, there's no reason to hate the game <laughs> like
0: yeah yeah i know like Casey wars, was upset was like... that sifu and tunic didn't win uh C-Fu or tunic didn't win indie game over stray because strays just about little cats um but i thought stray was lovely also sifu and tunic i would be remiss to mention um i know casey would be talking about both of those were he here um both of those were incredible mm-hmm. and both of those um yeah, i'm excited C- C-Fu that Seafood was too and I'm excited. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm excited that uh, Seafood's coming to Xbox next year. Like, it's finally just more and more people are being able to play it, um, which which I really like. Uh, yeah. And two, one of the one of the best little mystery boxes of the year. Um, loved it. Tinykin. Amy, as you mentioned, yeah, yeah, that Tiny was like King. my feel good.
1: Love that one, too.
0: Yeah. Feel good out of left field game of the year. Uh, my weird pick of the year was me and my professor on summer vacation. Which is based Ugh. off the Shin the Shinchan anime and is just a game about hanging out in like a quiet little Miyazaki village and being stuck in a time loop where dinosaurs occasionally get added to the time what? loop. And there's no you play a Shinchan. It's like a little. It's like it's like uh, Stardew Valley meets uh, Majora's Mask meets a playable uh, Miyazaki <coughs> cartoon. And it's just a yes. uh, just hmm. the loveliest loveliest little thing. And and. If I ever want to hang out in my weird little Japanese village, I'm going to go play my shin <laughs> game again. Uh, and then a game I wish more people would play, anyone who likes Hollow Knight right now should download the game Haiku the Robot. It is a game that is unabashedly Hollow Knight. And I know Hollow Knight has a lot of inspirations from, from Metroidvanias, but Haiku the Robot takes Hollow Knight's Uh, save system it's health system it's currency system it's uh, it's waypoint system it's map system it's upgrade system it does all that but it is a a little post-apocalyptic world with cute little robos um, wandering around and the game is just absolutely wonderful it was my favorite metroidvania of the year
1: Hmm. thumbs up for haiku the robot to my other favorite games of this year were games that did not come out this year Uh, rocket league I found a newfound love for that game (coughs) I played it for a lot lot, like over the last few months I way too many hours in that game haven't played as much recently uh just kind of got busy with you know the triple a season and everything uh and then the other game it, i really came to actually love this year after like enjoying it but not really loving it was a uh, phasmophobia uh now that i mm. have a group that like we've really learned how to play the game and like have become good at hunting the ghosts like i found them more interestingly <laughs> he's like i hate that game so much <laughs> um yeah i, I I'm kind of desperately hoping either the developers who have obviously made a shit ton of money from that game, because it's very popular, uh, or triple a, or somebody takes that concept and really makes something bigger, better, polishes it up, uh, and makes it like the truly terrifying experience. It should be, uh, with like enemy models that don't look goofy as shit when they come running at you. Like I'm, I'm thinking like, I <laughs> want, I want like a grudging crawling on the ceiling, trying to find that like i don't know i just be spooked out of my mind playing that game uh just waiting for the next big iteration of whatever that is yeah it seems like something someone's going to jump on they have right? they have it to. seems I like best well, rife.
2: absolutely
1: it's yeah, there yeah. Are, i know there's like are, a lot of yeah there games, are but yeah. well there are a lot of copycat games of phasmophobia like ghost watchers came out and this looks more polished and is starting to gain a lot of popularity um, but like the multiplayer like four player horror like true horror not like dead by daylight stuff but um, we've been trying my friends and i've been trying a lot of them so like we finally tried devour where uh you have to like capture these ghosts and basically banish a demon before that she gets you um and these are just like all of these different games are just very high tension very funny like experiences that really the only the indie sector is really cornered so far and i think it's only a matter of time before like you know how Yahtzee talks about like the next big thing i think that's going to be it and i talked to him today i think uh magic games are going to be the next big thing too what do you mean magic games uh games that are focused on magic so harry potter is coming Forspoken's mm, coming gotcha gotcha you have mm-hmm. that new shooter from ea originals coming that's focused on magic you have mm-hmm. tons of indie games that are focused on magic coming out soon
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay I, I, I think magic's cool I'm a big fan of magic. I'm, we're pro. This is a pro magic podcast. I
1: don't know if you guys <laughs> Absolutely. magic. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: If you try to bring any anti anti magicism here,
1: because this shiny magic
0: of Ghost Shima I mean, not not to Sushima. Go to Tokyo. Jesus. Okay, go to Tokyo was magic. Yes. Okay, I was gonna say I'm I'm full fully on board with magic, but that first game was
1: because Sushima was magic. The wind directed uh, you
0: in places that was just wind. <laughs> that was just wind. <laughs> was wind. My dude, just that go led, outside and look at some winds. That you led you under? that
1: led you to where you needed to be.
0: Ah, uh, that nice. is true. Um also shout out to Wordle. I played a lot of Wordle this year.
1: Yeah, I, oh, play, yeah. I played so much of that when I, I was in my relationship and then as soon as I broke up I was done with that game. <laughs> You don't need who needs words when you're single. <laughs> you don't.
0: what if every time you would log into Wordle, it'll, it'll just be like alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just be her name popping up uh, oh a handful of games. I haven't got around to, uh, to yet that I really want to, but I don't know when I will. Uh, Norco, Citizen Sleeper, Pentiment and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Three of those games are narrative driven, relatively short ooh la la games and then one of them is like ten thousand hours you know chronicles 3 so uh, i don't know when i don't know when slash if i'm gonna get to any of those but those were games that felt like they uh deserved a
1: mention of some sorts just because uh but we haven't gotten around to them yeah every Uh, everybody in the chat was yelling me about evil west i know i'm gonna play it i've been excited for it all year just haven't gotten to it yet I, I wanted well I wanted I wanted to play it in my living room, but we only have it on the PC and then Amazon was like out of stock on copies, so I couldn't find a copy anywhere, so I'm about to buy just, just be dumb. you know you can download games? No, but they we just had back. this discussion yesterday about games disappearing. I want my physical copy. I, mean, I
2: want bad. my physical games.
0: Yeah, I'll be like tomorrow, I'll be like, oh, the internet's out. I'll play a game that I won't be able to play. Yeah, and, and I'm going to be sitting there waving
1: like, hey, Marty, look at my physical copy. I will be able to see you because there will be a blizzard. <laughs> <Yeah>. How's <laughs> he going to send and me? Then, There's no internet. <laughs> and then
2: your internet will come up and you'll be like that son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you don't have cell phone coverage, you're truly fucked. Uh, no, it's fine. I'll just get, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just die. <laughs> just get the shining. <laughs>
0: I'll just die. I'll just no TV, no no uh, beer makes Jack a dull boy. I think I fucked that up. Uh, Wait,
1: so if you don't have TV or what? beer, you just you just fall over and die. Yeah, I have a ton. Of,
0: I have a, I have I have a ton of booze. And I, got a bunch of, I got a bunch of Nat King Cole CDs. Oh okay. Listen to my listen to my Christmas carols.
2: <laughs> One other game that came out this year that totally everyone just drops off everyone's radar was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands,
3: which oh, was yeah.
2: a fun little experience that was just a fun borderlands time mm-hmm. and i like i had a lot of fun with that i like i wrote a quest log about like mm-hmm. just the fact that it kind of really did capture that um that real improvness where you you truly believe like your dms crafted this whole scenario and jack's actually revealed to us recently that the big thing that happens to us at the end of season two completely made up on the spot And we're like, you're joking. (laughs) But you're joking. He was like, you started talking and I'm going, I'm going to have to think of something to give, like this is not what I'd planned. That's amazing. Um, And we had thought all along that was, and and it's just like Tiny Tina's really captured that to me. Um, And there were just so many things that came out at the start of the year that we do kind of forget that they happened. And that kind of sucks a little bit because I'm like, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Like it's it's so it's a shame that some of those things kind of lose out because there were so many like really high quality games and like even indies that you mentioned here, Cult of the Lamb.
1: Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Well, Marty didn't like that one. <laughs> I didn't like that one,
0: but like that's a massive
1: sensation. It like was that, huge. That, that's like another game I started and have not completed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I was I was up to like the last boss and I still haven't finished it. But like walking around PAX Australia and people. Like, the amount of people that were standing around Massive Monsters Booth to talk to them mm-hmm. was absolutely unbelievable. Like, they were the superstars of PAX. It was just incredible to watch. Um, and so, I don't know, it's it's really exciting to see that there's just been so many really good games coming out. Um and and getting their love and attention from their own little pockets of the internet or of the world, and mm-hmm. I hope we continue to see the same thing happening next year with all the other indie games that could be coming out. Because mm-hmm. um, I think next year is is that delightful, like the Plucky Squire coming out. Plucky next Squire,
0: year? that game incredible, yeah. Yeah. It's it looks incredible. Supposedly phenomenal.
1: Yeah, yeah. That doesn't have release oh. date yet, yeah, but yeah,
2: Australia. Australia. Australia, Australia, Australia. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, and
0: uh, it's Australia. also going back to uh, Tiny Tina that's an interesting game because that game sold fucking gangbusters mm-hmm. like that game sold incredibly well it was just one of those games that like we uh, we didn't talk about too much I mean you made the, the quest log for it which was incredible mm-hmm. and, and Casey did the review and I think Yahtzee might have done a, Z- a ZP but just given the nature of this thing it was kind of that like onto the next one but like yeah. sales wise that became like a massive franchise so um
1: yeah, you know, I, it mean, I, think, you I think it's easy to forget like Elden Ring dominated the conversation for it did. almost three months
0: I mean it
1: felt like a lot of the year like it, felt like way more well, than 3 like really, like weeks like it dominated yeah. our coverage at least for 3 months so yeah, the people yeah. were like please stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now like, people
0: are like what if we went back to it?
3: Yeah. What if we did it
1: what if we do a little bit?
3: Yeah. No, um, yeah. I've
1: got a I've got a big list of games that I want to I want to get to like a uh, Thymesia. I I want to yeah. do uh, Asterigos Curse, Curse of the Stars. Uh, they've got it's got a lot of updates recently that have improved it i think and it just looks really nice to play uh yeah i've got pentamid on my list i want to play i am playing high on life right now i haven't finished it yet um it plays way better than it has any right to i thought i thought i was gonna be playing like a a relatively good looking and funny game but i didn't think it was gonna play very well uh but the shooting mechanics are great uh better than i would say even cyberpunk (laughs) which i'm playing (laughs) doesn't feel great to play most of the time uh but yeah, I gotta—I I do want to start like Pokemon Violet. I think Soccer Stories on my list. I never even got a. I waited for Dark Tide. I, I keep hearing amazing things about Dark Tide and I was just waiting for it to be patched up to play that.
0: do oh, worry, yeah, I'll be fine because the beginning of next year is very slow and there's no <laughs> games that come out in the first three months. It's nothing. You <laughs> no, won't nothing have to immediately up. get back into it in January. February,
1: February murdered us this year. February's going to like literally murder us and shoot us into the sun next year. Well, it'll
2: be great. Yeah. What? We'll, we'll who's, gladly... who's doing that? Why? Why are people coming after us? What did the PR people do? It's why the February
0: men. Shows? It's the February men. February is the February <laughs> <a> new November.
3: <laughs>
0: February is the new November. Also, November is the new November, and also June's gonna be the new November. Yeah, and true. it turns out every month is November.
1: Uh, I'm I'm very excited for next year because there are so many games coming out that I want to play. Like half of Focus's lineup comes out next year, and I'm excited for like all the games that they're making. Uh, but I'm also like I am not going to have time for all this. Plus, all the some TV them, and movies. Some, and... some of them will be delayed. It's fine. Some of them will be delayed. They better be. Yeah. Just, just not. Um,
0: uh, yeah, we'll have more on our on our first show back next year. We'll do a big uh, 2023 preview. Mm-hmm. But um, before then, before we wrap things up here, do we want to talk about stuff we've been playing and watching? Um, <coughs> Amy, I heard you've been watching a program called Blue Lock. It's about soccer.
2: If you'll let me loose, I could write so much about this goddamn. We've told you
0: to pitch it. (laughs) I've told you to pitch it multiple times.
2: It's not,
3: it's not not done yet. But
2: no, like the more I watch of this particular anime, so like for context, my partner watches a lot of anime, and he watched like maybe five minutes of this show, turned it off, came in the room, and goes. Amy like there's this anime that's basically Big Brother cross with soccer and I think like you would just love it. And there's like this big concept in it where they talk about like like one like my favorite character in it Bajira looks at the main character and is like you have a monster in you too, right? And he's like what are you talking about? He's like the monster that tells you what to do, the monster that like takes over and I'm sitting there going, "Yes. Yes, like I have that." Like, when I teach group fitness and when I do that, like, I have this thing that consumes me and just, like, fires me up. And and my partner's like, I believe it's a thing, but I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, you don't know? And like, it's, it's this whole thing to me. And it is so highly polished. And to me, like, all – one thing that really stood out is something Darren Mooney said during A Marvelous Escape once – and it was when we were talking about what if and him' saying does this do what only animation can do and that's and it's something I really consider now when I watch an animation and and what blue lock does is something that only animation can do and only anime can and and the way it represents things visually um, in its use of like X marks shadows to convey positioning and tactics and the way it uses this fire um effect to demonstrate when someone's monster's coming out and it's just phenomenal in how it uses its visualization and its effects to tell this story um, and to make you really care and understand even if you have no idea about soccer um, and to me it is just phenomenal and it gets better and better with every episode as you kind of watch these people understand their sport and Um, I just love it. I just think it's phenomenal and it's almost a shame that Bandai Namco own the animation studio that's made this anime because dear God, if they put this in the hands of like Atlas to make a blue lock game, it would be phenomenal. Like I I just can't stop thinking about it and I love it and I love it so much. And it just uses its effects in such a clever way and I can't stop thinking about it. It's just so good.
0: You know if it's going it. to be like an ongoing, is this like season one and there's going to be a full ongoing thing or is it like a self-contained story that'll be. Well,
2: involved? the manga's is quite recent. Like when okay. this came out, I started looking at it. So it, it like it won an award for like the best shonen manga in like 2019 or something. Like it's okay. not that old. Um, Apologies if anyone in the chat's like, Amy, it was actually this year. Like I read this quite a while ago and I can't remember, but It's just brilliant, and but the interesting thing, I could almost imagine it doing what Mob Psycho does, and it's like, okay, we're doing a three-season arc that's, like, younger and getting a bit older. Mm -hmm. I could almost imagine them doing, because the whole goal of the Blue Lock Project is for them to find the best striker in the world so that Japan can win the World Cup. And I could almost imagine it being, like, the first season is them finding the striker in the Blue Lock Project, the second season being them having to qualify for the World Cup, and then the season three being, can they the actually win it?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like I could almost imagine it doing that, but I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's all about ego and, and you know, what you need as a sportsman um, to, to pull stuff like that off. And I just think it's phenomenal. I love it. I love it no, so no, much.
0: Everyone, everyone I know who has watched it uh, absolutely echoes what you're saying, including mm. a lot of folks in chat. Uh, and, uh, speaking of chat, we had, uh, uh, SES Guru with five euros. Thank you so much. Said maybe Nick's just getting old and begins to appreciate sitting back and thinking about the next move. <laughs> I think that, that is a nice thing. It is, <laughs> it is a hot, hot gamer chair. Uh, and then Lauren, uh, thank you so much for the $10 donation. Said, uh, it's because Amy's here dollars for soccer gods, dollars for the blue lock throne. I got hooked on the show because of Amy's recommendation and holy hell. It inspired me to get back into running again. I feel like
1: that's just a net yeah, positive. I mean, it's it's what, right. now, now I need to oh, watch yeah. that show. I need to get back on the road.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I cannot praise it enough. Like I just think it's phenomenal, and mm-hmm. it's it's funny and it's clever and it makes you emotional. And, oh, I love it! I love it so much.
1: I love it, but, but is it fantastic. phenomenal, Amy? Pardon? Is it phenomenal though?
2: It's phenomenal. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's the moment. It's
3: it's incredible. <laughs>
0: Just keep, just keep feeding you adjectives. Um, we, uh, uh, Nick and I, obviously, we're, we were on uh, the recap this week, and so you can hear all our thoughts on our favorite movies and TV shows, along with Darren. Ah, Check out that episode. I have a new great movie up. to add to my list. Oh, I was about to say I have a new show to add to mine. That was going to be my Ooh! segue as well. My new show was because I just glossed over it because I was still rewatching it, but uh, I fully finished, sticking with the weeb train, uh, Mob Psycho today. The final episode of season three, which finishes out the manga arc, which... Like, that's the the manga is done. And there is like a Reagan spinoff manga that they said maybe There's someday. a Reagan
3: spinoff manga?
0: Yeah. And let me tell you, I fucking love Reagan. Uh,
2: read, oh, man, I love Reagan. Uh,
0: the show, I, d- I just did a full rewatch of seasons one and two. And then just yesterday, watched all of season three. And uh, the, the finale was earlier today. It aired on Crunchyroll. And so watch that. And uh, that is a show... It's funny, we talked about the movie The Banshees of Inishirian yesterday, and Darren said it's about, well, you know, we said, like, the whole movie's about the difference between being a good person and a great person. Like, what's the difference between being a good man and a great man? And it seems like Mob Psycho is that same show, is that same idea about, like, isn't it enough to just be good? Like, do you have to be great? And coming to terms with that, and coming to terms with your own, uh, like, your own insecurities and what other people think of you, and 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 it has the most wholesome main character of anything i've ever seen despite the fact i mean it's up there with like bocchi in uh, uh ranking of kings but uh uh mob despite the fact having like the powers of an actual god of uh is also still like the sweetest kid who will forgive anyone and and opens the opens the door for uh, uh someone to change and uh i think it's beautiful and also the animation is like top tier um uh, the, the way they play with different styles of animation the way they play with fight scenes third season Except does have third season does have a little little bump in the road a penultimate filler arc which um i get in between an action-packed arc and the final arc you need something but they have done much better character based you could
2: animate it properly you could actually give them faces or like give it a budget that was higher than five dollars like, they wanted to save so that. Angry. They
0: wanted to save it. They wanted to save it for <laughs> for the spotlight, and they did save it for the spotlight. And I thought it was beautiful. Good, um, uh, good. Yeah.
2: I will be watching it after this. Then, <laughs>
0: uh, also, Damien Gled said, "I love Reagan." Not a phrase I thought I would hear from Marty. Let me talk you. Let me just tell you, Reagan Arakawa, a very different Reagan than Ronald Reagan. <laughs> it's very <laughs> different. That is not the Reagan I love. The Reagan I love is uh, Reagan uh, Arakawa. Uh, Nick. You said you had a new thing to add in your list. Yes, yeah. I watched uh,
1: Bullet Train last night. And oh, I love nice! Bulletin. I had a Bulletin's fucking great. great time with that movie. Yeah, I yes. was Laughing through Fun the, the entire thing. That was yeah. Brad Pitt is hilarious in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, fa- my favorite part in the movie is the girl that gets the venom in her, and he goes, "You need some water. You need a blanket." <laughs> Need me to hold your hand as she's bleeding. and <clears throat> <on it> dying. <laughs> uh, Let
2: Darren Mooney yeah. read me to filth for it, but yeah. goddamn, I love Bullet Train. Like. Yeah,
1: I, I need to go back and watch Darren's review on it because I'm like, how did you not like this movie? <laughs> I thought it was super entertaining. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it. it's, it's funny throughout it. the entire thing. Amazing, band. an amazing supporting cast.
0: With, yeah, Channing Brian, Tatum, Channing Tatum, Brian yeah. Tyree Henry, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, just, just a bunch of like
1: wildly talented and, people and it was constantly surprising me too <laughs> like i thought i kind of thought i knew he was gonna live and die throughout the movie <clears> and then i'm like oh okay that dude's that dude's dead as shit in the first two seconds he was that on the screen dead
3: as shit. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah uh
0: there's uh there's there's rumors that aaron taylor johnson's gonna be cast as the next james bond the guy who played tangerine like the, the really
2: the, the,
0: the partners yeah huh. yeah which would be interesting.
2: Interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. What scu- that's what Scuttlebutt says.
1: I'm uh, I'm hoping to add another movie to that list tonight because uh, I'm going to watch the, I'm going to say it around the, the Banshees of Penasheeran. Penasheeran. Yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight. Penasheeran.
0: Penis she- Pen- Sheeran is just you just added the word penis at the
2: beginning of the title. Oh god. Oh no. He did
1: it. You just tried to combine penis and Ed Sheeran together. Ben- Banshee's a peen hammer. Penis Ed Sheeran.
0: Uh was yeah, oh no. great. That's on that's on HBO. Yeah, and uh Paul
1: now on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Something's... Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at least in the states. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, and then I uh, I started multi I was I was going to maybe like make movie a movie night last night and I started Multiverse of Madness and I got through 10 minutes I was like nah. I'll come back to this eventually. <laughs> not even,
0: <laughs> not even your newfound love of Marvel Snap and Midnight Suns could keep you in no, that. It's weird. Hey, I, I really like. You'll Marvin now Williams. know who America Chavez is.
1: I knew oh, she's I a didn't. person with yeah, people drawing
0: the sixth third. <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 I, I just, I just want, I just want my Devil Dinosaur. <laughs> uh, Moon Girl will
0: happen.
2: Moon Girl, eventually. Moon
0: Girl, and Devon. Do- no, it's coming in. Uh, there's a cartoon oh, in uh, March. Moon Girl oh, and Devon. Really? No, I yeah, know. that'll yeah.
1: be fun. Yeah, yeah. Be cute. so there you go. Did you think it'll be better than sixty-five? Uh, <laughs> oh, the
0: Adam Driver dinosaur <laughs> movie. I don't know what's going on with Adam Driver. Is he like owe oh, someone money? He's like an acclaimed actor. He's like the nominee for Oscars. Like, what? Well, what are we doing? Oh, you don't, you don't think sixty-five
1: movie? is gonna be an Oscar Oscar winner?
0: Ah, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Maybe I'll eat crow in a year. I don't think so. I think it'll be an Oscar think... meyer wiener winner. And that's pretty good an oscar meyer oh, wiener winner is it an oscar winner or an oscar wiener uh oscar that's really wiener. good i like that a lot um yeah and then you know i, I mentioned a bunch of stuff playing wise stuff i've planned for uh you know the holiday break hoping to get to some some norco some citizen sleepers some pentiment
1: yeah, i was i was on the stream with uh today for the Cluster protocol i didn't get to talk about it last week uh but i i I have I don't know like I Yahtzee kept throwing me under the bus for enjoying games like The Order eighteen eighty six and Rise Son of Rome and I'm Callisto <laughs> Protocol is kind of part of that list. Sometimes I. That's just, why you
0: just tell them to fuck off and call <laughs> me. That's what I do I
1: something. Else <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just like my very good looking, kind of gameplay light games that I could just play through in a couple of sittings and right. check out cool that. environments. Uh, but it's definitely a game that uh I, I think the big point I, I brought up with him that he kind of glossed over was like kind of annoyed at like a lot of games like calling themselves spiritual successors to something when like glenn Schofield was a co-creator of dead space he didn't create dead space on his own like visceral made it together and i'm kind of tired like these marketing pitches being like oh yeah it's from the makers of dead space like no the team that made visceral was a team that made, they made dead space uh so like there's it's a marketing beat that i've gotten very cynical about over the last few years with a lot of like spiritual successors like i don't know I remember the waylanders i know amy remembers that game
2: no i don't the the the, okay.
1: the the celtic dragon age game that really sucked eggs
2: i didn't play it
1: I, I you, dragon you, age. you tried it and you hated it uh just yeah go into our steam account and look up the waylanders
2: <laughs> i I feel like I have any recollection of this.
1: Name. I can't
0: believe that Amy wrote a 10,000 word article on why the Waylanders is terrible <laughs> and all the developers should go to jail. Well,
1: anyways, they were like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is made by some former Bioware devs and it's going to be the next big Dragon Age kind of game. And it was completely shit. But that's...
2: half the time a spiritual successor kind of game isn't even made by the same yeah, team. I know, and that's what's, like... that's
1: what's really annoying to me. And the thing that I, even like for our own team... Like, when we start talking about those games, like, making sure to note that because, like, the media ate that up for the Callisto Protocol... And I feel like we, we have There a were a lot of leads
0: from Dead Space that were leads on the Callisto Protocol. It wasn't just Glenn. You mean Dead Space? And yeah. and
2: it's not like... And it was very heavily inspired. Like, it it's, was like, this, very... is de- this is 2022 Dead yeah, Space. I'm kind of going to push back
0: on you, Nick. I don't think framing it like that, like, whether it's good or bad is one thing, but framing it like that doesn't seem disingenuous, unless the Supreme Court says it is like the Andarmis <laughs> movie. I
1: don't know. It does, it does to me just... <clears throat> Because like I have spoken, like I've literally done a little mini doc on the Dead Space devs and like all the people that worked on Dead Space 2 and 3 and none of them were part of the Callisto protocol, you know, like those are whole teams that make Dead Space what Dead Space is, not Glenn Schofield and a couple design leads kind of thing.
2: I do, I'm in two friends of mine because I 100% agree, like it should never ever devalue the fact that it is the work of a team. It is the work of many hands and many voices however everyone also shits on the next dragon age because it's like oh but no one that, that worked on the originals was there it's gonna be shit so by the same hand you're saying that also shouldn't be said
1: well the, and, it, it kind of it equal, shouldn't well, be yeah but, but it's also like from the makers of dragon age bioware but what is bioware these days right like none of the, none of the former leagues are at Bioware anymore working on, but that's what Amy's, that's what Amy's saying.
0: That there's no, like, I I think what people, people in the games industry almost want to apply auteur theory, like people do in the film industry and say like, Oh, it's the next Spielberg movie, or it's the next Tarantino movie or, or anything like that. And like, that isn't how things work. Like if you look at the star Wars original movies, prequels, and sequels—they're made by like entirely different fucking people. No, I know and that, and that's what, I'm, all that's what I'm saying.
1: Like Glenn, like Glenn Schofield and a lot of the interviews and everything was like Bill as the co-creator of Dead Space, the co-creator of Dead Space, and that's why he was. And I and know, was I Michael know, 100. I know. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm saying he's just Bill as the co-creator of Dead Space. So that's why the Callisto Protocol is going to be as good as Dead Space, and all these previews and right. everything like that. And it's like, no, it's yeah, he's the co-creator of Dead Space, working with a whole new team. Keep that in mind going into this, because then all the reviews, yeah, like, all the reviews for the Closer Protocol came out and said this isn't Dead Space, and it's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't
0: know, I, th- I think comparing them is fine. If they're gonna compare them, then
3: let compare I, it's them fun too. comparing
1: comparing the games. I just like, it's I don't know. I just I don't like, I just don't like the, the term spiritual successor at this point because I feel like it's just a it's a marketing term that's we literally used it on on something else this week is still like, specifically working on it, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? We used it on Slice Something Else this week. Slice Something Else this week was about spiritual episode? successors. No, I know. I don't like it as a marketing term. I don't mind the term. <laughs> yeah, whatever.
3: You don't
2: like it as a vehicle for marketing a game when it expressly doesn't um, also, account for yeah. the full scenario. That, also, that is fair.
0: Yeah. And also, when they marketed a game generally most games that are spiritual successors to blank end up kind of disappointing because they're not they don't live up to whatever hype people had of the original
1: in their minds yeah, or no, whatever I mean, like it's... weird
0: nostalgic memory glob of a game you have in your head that may or may not actually exist well
1: it's kind of that's, that's kind of the problem i have with it too is like it's, it's yeah. adding all this pressure on the developers to make the successor to dead space whatever that means you know well, like how do that pressure you pressure on themselves i know right? i know and that's like i'm like Glenn Schofield specifically like if you're going to bill your game as that you better be sure that you are making a successor that's going to improve on the original <laughs> like, I'm sure they said I don't wanted to I, I just... Yeah, sure I know you're
0: not as cynical as me Marty it's okay I'm not. you were also complaining about how cynical Yahtzee was. How did this is like the <laughs> this, you're seeing like the the ghost of, Christmas of everyone citizenism,
2: pointing.
1: This is a past, present, yeah. and future. No, I just I don't know. I just it's I'm in a rock and a hard place with the Callisto Protocol because I I like. Don't you also enjoy it? I, I like parts of it. I like parts of what it is, but I know it also is not like the successor to Dead Space that I was hoping for. I don't know. Yeah, but the secret is Death Space 3 kind of sucked. Yeah, Dead Space 3 just kind of <laughs> sucked. I <don't> know, that's <laughs> what I was hoping a successor that was successful and uh, better. It's alright,
2: it's alright. Atomic Heart, the spiritual successor to Bioshock's coming out soon, apparently. Also Judas, the spiritual around. successor to
1: Bioshock,
0: also a new Bioshock. System <laughs> Man, Atomic and... Heart, I am putting it out here, Atomic Heart is going to get very bad reviews. Atomic uh, Heart is going to uh, come out yes. and get like Fours because people are like, "That's not what it looked like." I thought this was going to be Bioshock AAA. What is happening? That game is going to get torn apart when it comes out. Oh, I would yeah. love to be wrong. I'd love for that game to be a fucking banger and blow my socks <laughs> off. But I think my socks are going to stay on. That's what I
1: think. I think I'm going to be wearing my socks in bed, know, like like I, a freak. I, wore my socks in the pool. Yeah, my. <laughs> oh, no! i'm i am i am very unsure about that game and i'm also not like super confident that only ign got hands-on time with it as far as i'd know i don't think did other outlets get a hands-on time
0: uh no a part of the ign first i imagine other outlets are about to get hands-on time with it although simon Cardy, who did the hands-on preview is a very reliable critic in my mind
1: hmm. um and so and i don't think there's any shenanigans but um my yeah. my very cynical thought is that i don't very much trust ign anymore on preview stuff <laughs> My, my, the
0: side of me who worked at IGN says, Well, that's the weird. IGN you
1: worked at is that's very different than the IGN today.
0: Well, yeah, but it's still like the same, the
1: same principle, not the same people. No, I don't a lot of the same <laughs> much, people, much there's like there's the Callisto the, 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 the IGN is a spiritual successful.
0: successor. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked, then <laughs> i IGN, uh. Before we close things up for the year, Dimitri, thank you so much for the donation. Said, I think the issue is when good team dynamics break off in multiple directions. There tends to be attribution to individuals and not the teams. Mm No one likes sugar and raw dough, but everyone loves pastries. First off, Love sugar.
2: Incorrect.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love raw dough. So yeah. I'll, just, I'll just eat that like a weirdo. Uh, but no, uh, that is. A, I mean, that's a great point. That's the that's auteur problem. Is when I I'm guilty of it. Whenever I talk about a Kojima game, all I talk about is Kojima and not the fucking 150 people who made those Kojima games. Um, you know, we do the same thing. We like gravitating towards the the single names. We like gravitating towards you know the the Miyamotos and the Ken Levine's and then even like sort of indie folks who get. Um, elevated but it is always it's always it's always good to just you know remember yeah, and think, keep in mind and reiterate that is a it is a team of hundreds and sometimes thousands that make a game or sometimes dozens
1: yeah it's just like yeah, i was gonna
2: say small yeah. <laughs> i think it's just a, a
1: different dynamic now of that because like there are so many this, these AAA studios are so big now that they're splitting off into multiple multiple studios and they all yeah, are yeah. supposedly making the spiritual successor to what they made before it's, and, you know. It is a funny thing. I see it all the time with movie trailers Well, they'll say
0: from a <laughs> yeah. producer of John Wick, and you're like, What did this guy yeah, do? Did this it's guy true. write John Wick? No. Did he direct John Wick? Yeah. No. They're like, Oh, he put some money earlier on John Wick. I'm like, oh, and, I guess that did. Yeah,
1: I kinda of brought it yeah. I kinda of brought up the cluster protocol and the spiritual successor thing because like I'm watching Echo Three on Apple Plus and it's from like producers of the Hurt Locker and, and Zero mm-hmm. Dark Thirty, and I'm like, Oh well, this'll be good and then I'm like, This is shit.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, you I mean, know, attach, pretty- attaching your name to a a very successful thing to promote your next thing is it's just mm. becomes so disingenuous to me. Yeah. So well, now that now the- that I now that I hear now whenever I hear Switch of Successor, I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I used to <laughs> I think, think of a better.
2: I think it's a bit mean that in games as well, more so than anything else, we put so much, like media and journalists in particular put so much emphasis, not necessarily us as a site, but so much emphasis on, oh, look at this job posting, oh, look at what this person's LinkedIn now says, look at where they're working. It's like, I don't know, like I left my last job not because it was bad or because I hate it. Like I love the game with all my heart, which Mm -hmm. gives you a pretty good guess as what the game was. Like those people are some dear friends to me. I just wanted a different opportunity and a different role. And so I started a new job. I'm right. probably going to stay there for a really long time, but I wouldn't want there to be a point in the future where people are like, oh, she's gone on to something else. What does this mean? Means well, the studio's bad. Like we put so much emphasis on it. I feel so bad. Like no one else cares <laughs> when other people change jobs.
0: Yeah. Like, and no there's also cares. like people change jobs for reasons because they're like, I want to start a family in a city that isn't as fucking. Yeah. Yeah you know expensive and crippling as san francisco or something like that i yeah. like,
1: like frost comment we should totally do this for darren in the frame from the guy who watched bullet train <laughs> i was
0: literally going my last segue into closing outs was going to be uh from the uh producers of uh, zero punctuation this has been is <laughs> <Yeah. cast.
1: laughs> from the editor-in-chief of zero punctuation uh, yeah. who is just uh, as popular as zero Punctuationism. <laughs> yeah i don't know you're yeah, yeah you're right there no um, i'm, so I'm just kidding successful. we got when i put out that feedback thing today uh somebody Said they want less me, so I'm. I I need to be on less things in 2023.
0: Yeah, that's because you didn't put the thing down. I wanted you to. What if? What would they have written if you would have done the category of what would you want us to cover more? And they would have said any game Nick doesn't like.
1: (laughs) Anything that doesn't involve Nick. Yeah. So we Uh, weep all the time. Excellent. Feedback. Let's uh, make, S- make
2: more uh, more yachts.
1: Yeah, there
0: <laughs> you go. Uh, SES Guru with a five euro donation. Thank you so much. Said from the guy who did the Photoshop for the movie in Azerbaijan. <laughs> uh, it's probably a sick ass Photoshop, to be honest, though. <laughs> probably pretty fucking
1: sick. Um, oh yeah, I got. To, I have to yell about Shantaram too. I watched all of that. Really enjoyed it. It says to be continued at the end, and now it's gone. You, yelled, you talked about on recap yesterday. I know. Yesterday. You I, got li- I got to let our breakout audience know that uh, Apple Plus screwed me over for investing my time into something. All, right,
0: all the hardcore sh-
1: shantarum.
0: Shantaram, <laughs>
1: Shantarum.
3: All the the All the, the, sh- the, the sharders in the audience. <laughs> yeah, the
0: shardies. There are dozens of us. Amy, where can folks find you? What should
1: What should folks check out?
2: Um... Uh, one thing, because like I literally didn't even realize. I was like, "Shit, I don't know what." We don't. I'm we playing. don't need to know that you didn't realize
1: you sharded. It's fine. <laughs> I oh, sharded Nick,
2: and the people need to know. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually want to start using my Instagram more because God knows what's going to happen to Twitter. Like every day is a mystery box. No, it's you incredible. can't promote that
1: here. Elon Musk um, said so. Uh,
2: yeah, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we're not on Twitter. This is fine. Um, so what's I
3: actually want to use. Below?
2: to give myself accountability to play more and actually remind myself at the end of the year next year what i played i'm actually going to post it on instagram and then it forces me to make weird photoshops of me like in the game key art and i think that would be really funny um so it's actually sass queen underscore amy because some other bitch thinks they're the sass (laughs) queen amy
0: (laughs) what about amy adams America's sweetheart
2: fuck her i'm the sass queen oh no amy adams i love i love amy adams it's fine it's fine you're getting, you're getting but i am sued. the sass queen i am the sass <laughs> what if it's
0: amy the frog Hog?
2: well then we're in for a problem aren't we because i can't beat that uh, um so yeah you can find me over there um twitter as well it's sass queen amy um that being said i'm i'm here all the time you can catch me on adventures night you can catch me on newly released every week um yeah, so yeah, what and we, and what's, Adventures Nigh,
0: what's Adventure's Night this weekend? Is a, it is a repeat or like a, for, for everyone or is it a new episode? Uh, it'll go yeah, up for, for everyone, everyone
2: this week. Um, okay. So, two weeks from now is where shit really hits the fan. Like, if you all watch SideQuest and we're like, man, the finale of this was really wild and I can't believe that happened. Boy, howdy, are the next two episodes of Adventure's Night gonna make you shit your face. From the producers um, of
0: SideQuest, it's Adventure's Night season two. <laughs>
2: and that's it that's me that's where you can find me doing all the stuff and stuff and things
0: and obviously it goes without saying there will not be a newly released this weekend nor the following weekend because of uh christmas and new year uh however we're gonna have some streams we'll have streams tomorrow full stream day well in theory with me if if i have internet regardless the trains will run uh later tonight in half an hour uh well 25 minutes frost and jesse are gonna play dead by daylight because amy and uh casey aren't gonna be there Those are the only times they're allowed to to play Dead by Daylight. So that's in 20 minutes. Uh, Full streams tomorrow. No streams Friday through Monday. And then we will have streams Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. It'll be some weird streams, some weird pairings, some different things, maybe stuff at the regular time, maybe stuff at different times. Uh, But keep an eye on that. And uh, yeah, then we'll be back at it after New Year's. Uh,
1: Nick, what what do you got going on? Nothing. I got my stream tomorrow and I'm going on break. And I'll, Hell yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you guys get your videos that you need. But that's it. That's it. I'm doing that, and then you're not talking. I'm not talking to anybody. I'll set up your stupid fucking streams. But that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I'll set up your stupid <laughs> streams and release your stupid videos, and I'm gonna go wow. take a stupid nap. Wow. <laughs>
2: you're
0: gonna be watching so much anime; it's gonna be great. You're right. gonna be blue gonna rocking. Be so you're gonna, you're gonna come cycling. back
2: in the new year, and it's gonna be like I'm a weeb, everyone. I'm gonna be like, we did yeah. it. I'm that's gonna,
1: gonna be incredible. My, my beard is gonna be all long and like I couldn't stop watching, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna start saying kawaii? you're super quiet I think you'd be super quiet maybe maybe Uh, I'll spend maybe I'll spend my entire holiday break playing through the rest of Persona 5 do it well, yeah, I, no, I can't believe I just said off. no. I was going to say for the content, but no, just, do, just
0: fucking play it. You'll be great. Oh, no, we'll do it for the content. We raised a lot of money last time I did that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it again, quarterly. You'll get through that game in five years. That'll be fine. Yes. Uh, for uh, Amy and Nick, this was Marty. This was Breakout episode number 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you all so much for joining Breakout uh, all year. We'll be back with Breakout in two weeks. Uh, but in just 20 minutes uh, Jesse and Frost, the sweet boys will be back playing Dead by Daylight. They'll be hooking people trying to get off hooks. I don't know what that game's no. about, but they'll have a lot of fun. Uh, so for the three of us, uh, we hope you guys have a wonderful holiday and we'll see you guys soon. Who's
1: Jesse, everyone. the biggest fan of Dead by Daylight, not played that dating sim one yet. He needs to play the Dead by Daylight. This, Daylight. this, is, see, this is a farce. A He's a farce. Bye bye. <laughs>